Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Carefully you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 88 of Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Chris Rucker, along with co-host Marty Vasquez. We are fresh off the heels of AEW Double or Nothing. It is a Sunday as we record this. You will probably be listening during the Memorial Day weekend. Everybody should have, well, most people have a three-day weekend to uh, barbecue and hang out and get drunk. So before you know we what? get in, hold on. But before all that, yes, enjoy your barbecue. But before all else, remember what the holiday is for. It's for memorial, and memoriam of those who have passed serving in the military. Um, do not forget that. I'm sorry. I, I this is a holiday that holds true and t- close to me. Um, my best friend was killed in Afghanistan uh, eight years ago last week. Um, oh, wow. So Memorial Day has always been something close to me. Um, and I, you know, the military is one thing that should always be, um, supported, I believe. So don't forget with all the fun you guys are having and the kickoff to the summer, what this holiday is about and why we're doing, have the three day weekend. But other than that, yes, enjoy your time off, be safe out there. Um, and, and not just in, you know, what you're doing, but what the world, man, all the bullshit we got going on, be safe. Yeah, and while we're talking about Memorial, we had a couple things in wrestling go on this week. You had Gaspard passed away when he was out with his kid. I think we talked about that last week. Was that a week ago already? It, it happened a week ago, but it wasn't. It happened last weekend. Yeah, he was actually found. His Wednesday. body was this week. Yeah. And then uh, last night you had, or yesterday, you had the... Man, I don't want to butcher her name. Hana Kimura? Hana, there we go. Hana Kimura. They say the word is it was suicide due to like online cyberbullying and stuff like that. So a couple people in the wrestling industry were saying bye to and just crazy times, man. And as far as you, you, you brought up being safe. So I went to the store yesterday. Um, I had to go to the mailbox place and mail off Dave and QC's raffle box that he won. So congrats to him. And then I went by the grocery store like I always do on the weekends. And a guy tells me, he's like, sir, you can go ahead in front of me. I'm waiting on my wife. So I'm cashing out, like about to put my card in. And you know how you can just feel somebody being really close to you? Like this guy is literally, his shoulder and my shoulder are six inches away. And I just look at him. I'm like, you mind backing up? And he's like, excuse me? I was like, back up. And his wife's like, just back up. And my thing is, why? Why are you that close to me? Like even if we didn't have coronavirus going on, like. Personal space is one of the things that, like, I just don't like people being close to me. But why should I have to tell you that now? I mean, if you're going to be that close, at least buy me a drink first. Fuck. Yeah, it's like he was, like, I couldn't even, I had to, like, almost shield my code I was using with my debit card. Yeah. And I just looked at him like, dude, back up. And don't even get me started on the bagger. Like, I was ready to whoop this kid's ass. He's on his phone. Like, he's got his phone laying down, and he's scrolling Instagram or Twitch or something. And... 
he takes these strawberries that I bought. They come in a little plastic container. And just like drops them in the bag and throws them in the buggy. I was like, "Do you mind?" You say buggy. You say buggy. Buggies. That's what it's called. A buggy. I heard that. What else would I call it? A cart. A shopping cart, buggy, whatever. I I haven't heard it be called a buggy in forever. So, you know, I'm not talking shit, man. It sounds like it. No, I just haven't heard that in a long time. And so I ended up making him leave, and I bagged my own groceries because he was he was a little bit more concerned with what was happening on TikTok or whatever than. Hey, Making sure that the hundred dollars worth of groceries I bought were safe. He's swiping left, swiping right. He's got to get that date for the night. He's um, about to swipe nine one one. He's about to whoop his ass. <laughs> yeah, when it, when you go to the store, like I bag my own shit because first of all, I don't care. Like, don't don't fucking. I I only want to make one one trip to my house. So least amount of bags possible, I can make it happen. I can oh. bag it. I can bag it so it makes it work. You know what I mean? Like. Don't put the obviously don't put the light shit on the bottom, have shit on top. But you can fucking fit that last box in that bag. Just fucking do it. Do it right. Do this shit. guy, I had five Gold Peak tea bottles, uh, the big ones, because yeah. they were if you bought five of them, you save like a dollar. Right. So I bought five of them. Before I kicked him off the bagging thing, he put one of them in every bag. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, but as far as like you're talking about your guy being close, I had a situation yesterday at work. The uh, this guy like came in like twenty minutes before closing time. And we're just coming off being a dick, and he just starts talking to me. And he like gets all up my like two like another, that's not like a foot away from me, and I'm like, sir, we have signs posted on our doors and everything, and we all have masks on. Every customer, I'm, like, I'm sorry, I have to ask you to put a mask on. Uh, you can't have you in the store without a mask. Like that's just you know safety of our employees and our cu- other customers in the store. Oh, okay. And he put he pulls like his bandana out of his pocket, and covers his face, and then five minutes later, he walks over to like his I guess his wife and daughter were all already in the store but he was talking to me beforehand and then he starts walking around the store and just takes it off and starts like talking loudly and like spit coming out of his mouth I'm like dude like I'm not gonna ask you like I've actually asked you twice keep your damn cover on your face if you can't do it then leave it's ridiculous like if you, if you already know if you already have it on you and you're in a store where people are wearing them it's not that difficult to leave that shit on and if you can't do it stay outside yeah well now that we're done complaining about the coronavirus, and it ain't even the coronavirus now. It's just stupid-ass people. I mean, our but, segment this week got a little bit extended. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be segment two, but we just brought <laughs> it into segment one. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find everything, Marty. You can find us, all your podcast needs, at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker is our home, Full Press Radio, um, <clears throat> iHeart. Anywhere you can find a podcast, we're probably there. Just search wrestling, and we're there. Um, you can also find us on Instagram, boot to the face underscore, and Twitter, boot to the face. And you can also find us this week at prowrestlingtees.com slash boot to the face, where we do have a, I believe, 20% off discount this week going on through Memorial Day. Just code word Memorial. That was a good recovery of you there while my coffee maker was going off. And I literally was thinking in my head while you were talking, I was like, how long ago did I put that coffee on? And then the shit just goes off. Ah, two weeks in a row. Stone Cold would make me buy a beer for you on his podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, I want, can I tell you how old I am? Oh, don't do. Please do. I sneezed earlier this week. <laughs> and my back's been hurt since then. Like, it, it was just a little twinge, and then I went to work, and we've had to go pick up, like, all the expired kegs from the bars and restaurants and shit like that. 
and Friday, man, like I bent down to get one of those, and I do it correctly. Like I bend my knees, put my ass on the ground the whole nine to pick these kegs said. up, and <laughs> and I mean something just gave way, and I was like, oh my, I don't know if I can make it through the rest of my shift. And yesterday was probably the worst day. I went and bought icy hot patches, and uh, slept through the night. I'm all right tonight. I was gonna go for a run, but I was like. If it feels better today, I'm going to give it one more day of rest before I start trying to exercise and shit again. And then I have tomorrow off. So hopefully by Tuesday, I'll be back to factory settings. But, man. Factory settings. Sounds like you need a new mattress to help get you all better sleep. Some more recovery you know, on I've, that. I've told you, when we get this new house, I will be mattress shopping. Because you know, uh, what's funny about like sneezing like that, like you mentioned, because like, I think we've all had that. like. I don't even care. You don't even need to be that old. You just get that wrong sneeze, and that shit tweaks your body. You know what I mean? But then you also get those like those good sneezes that are just as powerful, and they like and you pop fart your back. At the same time? Nah, man. You, they pop oh. your back, and that's all. Like, oh fuck! All right, that's what I needed to pop that shit straight. Got it. I'm talking about something different. Then, I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. We are. Uh, <laughs> we're not. We're not talking. What's uh? I know you're not an Adam Sandler fan. What's uh? You got a little burp snark going on over there. Burp, fart, and uh, sneeze all at one time. Boom. Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I hurt my back sneezing <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Fantastic, fantastic. That's just it's. I'm sitting here as we speak now. I can like barely move one way with an icy hot patch on. I walk around smelling like fucking old people right now. It's, you, it's bad. you can't see this, but Chris Rucker is broadcasting live from the old folk home right now. Not only does he <laughs> smell like it, but he walking act like it. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, hey! <laughs> I would ask you if what you had you had breakfast this morning, but you probably had some like caramel candies or something, right? And prunes. Ah, oh, there you go. <laughs> prunes and and pudding, something <laughs> real soft. Where I don't have to chew it a lot. Oh, you gotta <laughs> chew that fucking rice pudding up in that bitch. Did you happen to buy any kind of wrestling merchandise this week? No, not this week. I did not. I did not. Did you? I only had. Uh, I had two packs of women's division 2019 cards come in. They were on sale at Walmart. And, man, it's like it was like for every one card of everybody else they made, they made like 10 leader cards. Like every pack, packs of seven, and like one to two leader cards were in every one of them. I, there was 10 packs in each box, 20 packs of cards I got, Marty. I had one Becky Lynch, one Mickey James. Like seventy four liters. So I actually I for, totally forgot I did make a purchase this week. I bought a figure. Uh oh. Um, I couldn't hold back. Uh, I didn't pre order, but I did buy one of the ones that was already pro- posted. I got me a Koshisuke Okada oh. figure. Um, dude, I just couldn't pull. I I I couldn't hold back, man. I love that figure. I love like the everything that comes with the accessories that come with it. It just it's awesome as hell. Um, Let's talk about that for a second. Those they had the pre orders for the second wave come out, and that Naito figure looks oh, dope. Like, dude, hell yeah! And then with the with both belts, yeah. Oh man, like now yeah. see that see how quickly they did that. He did that in January, and here we are in May. And they were doing a pre-order for that. It took them a year and a half to make Becky Lynch go from fucking Irish last kicker to the man. <laughs> like she's just now getting the man merchandise out for figures. Like, why is the turnaround so different from one company to the other? Like, that's crazy to me. Um, because Japan makes a lot of toys, and 
they're in Japan, so it's probably a little streamlined, a little faster. Oh, so they just walked across the street like, hey, bro, uh, I know you had Naito, but put another belt with him and I mean, they probably had the belts because they had the IC title. I think they had the IC title with um, uh, Tanahashi or Osprey or something like that in the first wave. And then they already had the belts made for Okada. So it's like, hey, just add that over to him real quick. But not, you know what? That, that whole line, like even the Tanahashi and um, who else was in the new line? You had, it was Ally. Oh, Evil, dude. That Evil figure? Yeah. That evil figure is fucking legit. Like that's it was Lij. Yeah, because the first the first wave was chaos, but I don't remember Tanahashi ever being a member of chaos. Um, but that first that first line was pretty sick. That first wave was pretty sick. I'm guessing the next wave, and I'm hoping it is it. That next wave probably has got to be Bullet Club. Hmm. So I you you were saying how you pre ordered something. I meant to talk about this a couple weeks ago when the Bianca Belair basic dropped. I was like, oh, yeah, I did buy something on ringside, like the pre-order. So I go searching through all my emails trying to figure out what it was. Turns out I didn't pre-order the Bianca Belair basic. Want to know what I did pre-order? What? Fucking Fiend. What? Yeah. yeah. On purpose? I guess. I don't remember doing it. I thought I ordered the Bianca Belair one. But, yeah, the Fiend. I pre-ordered the Fiend, which is cool because it's, it's a cool figure. And yeah. Honestly, it'll probably be hard to come by. I doubt I'll keep it, so I might resell it because I'm not really a Bray Wyatt fan. But who knows? Maybe I'll hold on to it for like three or four years and put the price, put some bitch on eBay like these people are doing now. Like, dude, that's Vader shit. Series 31, 200 some odd dollars. I uh, I got some some uh, some Star Wars mugs from um, Disney on Star Wars Day. And I got two sets. One I can sell eventually later. And I'm already looking on like eBay and shit. And that shit's going for like hundreds of dollars of per mug. I'm like, fuck. All right, I'm going to hold on to these motherfuckers for a couple years. eBay prices, prices are crazy, man. The way they got these figures. And you got people trying to nickel and dime me for my WWE title. Like, not wanting to pay what I asked for. Like, somebody sent me an offer of $120 less than what I have it listed at. Yep. And I sent them a message back. Like, dude, I'm not hurting for money. Like... I basically just wanted to trade this to buy something else that I want, but I'm not broke. <laughs> I'm not taking I'm not selling for I'm selling yeah. for fun, not necessity. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like that's crazy though. People try to gouge you like that. And it always it's always the opposite of how you want it. Like they want to pay you less and then they want to charge you more. Like people yep. out here are eating for these. There's a Excuse me. There's a couple things that I'm looking for on eBay, like waiting on the price to drop. I'm not going to say what they are, but if I get them, I will let you know. Yeah, there's a figure I keep keep bidding for because I try to get it on low, and then a son of a bitch jumps up like a hundred dollars in the last thirty seconds. But fuck you guys. Oh, my pro wrestling crate came this week. Oh, you still getting that? Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm at least getting the next one, mm-hmm. which I, this one was. Uh, who was in this one? It was like the top sellers or whatever. Oh, there gotcha. was a there's a limited edition elite T-shirt that came with the pro wrestling crate. There was a Moxley shirt that's a men's extra large, and my wife like snatched it from me. And by the time I look up, she's like got it all tied up like women do with shirts, and it's hers now. Um, but the thing that I like the most in it, or that I'm gonna use the most, I'm gonna pair it with next week's next month's crate. That I just got my email for today. The little thumb brawlers or whatever. What are they called? Micro brawlers. Micro brawlers. They had uh, your boy 
Zack Ryder this week, this month, and next month is going to be Brian Myers. So, oh, no, nah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to pair those together and throw those up on eBay and probably pay for my pro wrestling crate for the rest of the year. <laughs> 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 and honestly, I'll probably sell that Elite shirt, too. Like, it's not my style. It's really, like, bright colored and whatever. So, if anybody's listening, extra large... I'll be selling all these shirts from Pro Wrestling Crate if you want to get them. $200. Cuz that's the eBay price. Those are the going prices on eBay. $200. Free shipping though. I'll throw in free shipping. That's a joke. But uh <laughs> So we're done with merchandise and and catching up, Marty. We'll take a break and then we'll come back and start talking some wrestling news. Sound good. Let's do it. Boot to the face episode 88, the Michael Irvin episode. The Des Bryant episode. The Drew Pearson episode. Bubba Franks. The C.D. Lamb episode. The guy the Packers passed on. Well, actually, they didn't pass on him. I think y'all picked way after us. But yeah, episode 88 of Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Boot to the Face, episode 88. Who else is a good 88? I named all the Cowboys. Who else was always good wearing 88? Wasn't Tony Gonzalez 88? And like, uh, was it the Chiefs he was 88? J.J. Burton was 88. Boom. Who's that guy? Junior, baby. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Couldn't hold Jeff Gordon's fucking racing helmet. Fuck Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon is the GOAT. Jimmy Johnson. Bullshit. He doesn't fucking even come close to being the GOAT. One... Jimmy Johnson's way better than him. I can't fucking stand. I Jimmy just Johnson. said that. Hold on, hold on. Who owned his car though? And I said he can't even come close to Jimmy. So Johnson. technically, Jeff it. Gordon got but all Jimmy those championships too because he owned that car. The best, the motherfucking intimidator, number three himself, Dale Earnhardt, and you can't even. Richard Petty just fucking pisses all over Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon. Come on, man. How many championships did he got? I mean, we've been talking main cup. They they have the same exact as Jimmy Johnson. All three of them are tied. But that that's for the main cup with the 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 sprint cup series. That's not counting everything before it switches and over to the sprint cup series. Mm. That's including Winston, Monster, um, Nextel. That's everything. Let me tell you how I gauge who the best is. After they retire, whether or not I keep watching. When the Intimidator, I guess he didn't retire. He died. When he died, I kept watching because Jeff Gordon was there. Jeff Gordon retired? I haven't watched NASCAR in like three years. Interesting, because Dale Earnhardt Jr. retires, and I've barely watched any races. Yeah, but he never won. Yes, he did. He didn't win anything. He has multiple Bush yeah, Cup he's, Series he's won races. He's won Bush. races. He's Daytona. Bush. Oh, oh, my God. He's won races. He was it's never the his, champion. Yeah, I know he's never been champion. That's what Dale sucks. Dale Earnhardt you is like what? the Charlotte Flair of fucking NASCAR. Like, he got to where he is on his last name alone. And then when it's time to go go big or go home, he always went home. This has been the Woo. last episode of Boot to the Face. I'll find another partner. I got a licensing rights to the name. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cease and assist won't be issued Boot tomorrow. to the collarbone. How about that? <laughs> Boot to the sack. You call that shit. Let's get into some news, Marty. We got the return of the television show Titan Games starring your boy and mine, The Rock. And it's actually got some wrestling uh, tie-ins this year. 
Dasha Fuentes, former WWE backstage personality and current ring announcer slash backstage personality for AEW. She's featured on there as one of the athletes. Did you watch Titan Games last year? I did. I love that show, man. That show is fantastic. I didn't see one episode, and what really pisses me off is they were filming here in Atlanta, and I didn't go. Yeah, it's a... That was my it's chance a, I, to meet The Rock. You fucked it up, man. I love that shit. Um, yeah, but the cool thing is, not that you mentioned Dasha, but they're going to have a bunch of other like athletes that they're not really announcing to come into this and compete with some of these people. Um, and I think that's going to be cool. It's you know They're going to bring these other celebrities in and athletes to kind of compete and show that what they got and really hopefully elevate the show to a whole new level. But it's the fucking rock, man. I don't care where you put him. You can have him sitting there singing, singing along, kids sing alongs, and I'd be watching. It's the motherfucking rock. That's was he honest. good on it last year? He or was. was. he just like kind of there at the beginning and then they do the Titan? Or was he throughout every No, he's, there, he's the, in the entire episode. Cool. That's good. I know I I love him on Ballers. I need to uh, get caught up on the last season. I haven't seriously. I yeah, the last season I still haven't finished it. Are they done filming? Is it is it over or are they just on pause I, now I because think, of COVID? I think the last season's supposed to come out this year. Your boy, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair has a new deal with WWE. So they basically cut Sting in order to have money left over for Ric Flair. Is that what happened? I mean, you know, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but from one of you know the things I saw, I saw, um, and I really didn't want to care to talk about this, but I figured I'd throw it in there. It's news. Peteopolis, this is for you. Um, apparently, they sent him a contract months ago to sign, or they had it already ready to go. But everything happened with COVID, and it kind of just delayed like him going being being wherever he needed to be to sign it. And whatever, so just prolonged that. Um, <clears throat> but there was, some, I guess, there was some speculation beforehand that possibly moving over to AEW, another one, because of you know him meeting up with Tony Khan. Um, but kind of show you what kind of person Tony Khan is. Apparently, he told Ric Flair, "Hey man, I know your relationship with the WWE. I respect that. Um, I won't even ask you to come over to AEW because I don't want to ruin anything you got going on over there because I know where that stands with you." Um, That's a very mature way of saying we don't want your old ass over here. That's probably it too. You know, I don't know. Very but. respectful. Um, wasn't Flair like suing the WWE? Remember the whole thing with the man and all that? Yeah, man, he, he was getting filing paid. a lawsuit. He wanted to get paid, but he was still getting paid, so he was causing a tissy fit. Now maybe that's what held up the contract. Maybe, maybe he told. Maybe that's what it was. He was like Seth, Seth. Or maybe Vince is like, hey, Seth, go get Becky Lynch taken care of so we can stop oh, wow. using the man. You're really going to go there so with So we can that? stop using the man and Rick will sign his lead, his, his contract. We need what, her to what be happened? called the mom. The man, the man leaves <laughs> and then Rick, Rick Flair signs his fucking contract. Coincidence? I'm not saying Next it is. you know Trish Stratus but... is going to sue her and say she was the mom first. <laughs> like, Becky just can't catch a break. Oh, Let that woman have her baby and be peaceful, Jim Cornette. <laughs> You cocksucker. Oh, Not you, Jim Cornette. I know, I know. So, speaking of Sting, you got here noted that I didn't even know this, that there's a The Lost Tape episode on May 31st coming out on the network. What the hell's that about? Yeah, that just got announced this week. <clears throat> um, apparently, it's before his, uh, his, what match was it? It's before his his ninety five Slamboree match, 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a bunch of backstage stuff and audio and videos and stuff leading up to that match. That was oh, that's cool. Seen. Um, so they're releasing it, and it's going to be special. Slamboree 95, was that him and Rick Rude? No. For the uh, international world title or him and Vader? No, it was uh, Big Bubba Rogers. Oh, that Slamboree was awful. Maybe yes. that was 94, I'm thinking. Big Bubba Rogers. Why would they pick that one? To yeah, him I, I don't know. I think it's just because they had they, they just found this archive footage, and they're like, we're going to throw this shit out there so we can fucking have Yeah, we're, we can still make money on him, even though we don't own his name anymore. Uh Funny thing about Sting, Sting owns the name of Sting, not the rock star in the Hall of Fame from the police. And I think we've talked about this before, but the wrestler Sting would actually allow, I say allow in air quotes, the rock star Sting to use the name and he would charge him $1 per year. Dude, that's fucking boss move right there. Just He's saying. owned that name for years. There's pictures of them, too, when Sting was like blonde-haired Sting and all that. But he filed for that name a long time ago and ended up getting it and then still allowed, like I said, rock and roll police Sting to use it. And, I mean, obviously there was no hard feelings. They were cool. But Sting gets to take that name anywhere he wants to go and make money off of it. So even I wonder even if with the WWE still using his shit, if he still gets paid for it or not. Probably not, just for the fa- fact that. Because they brought the library. Exactly, because they're using the foot of the stuff that they do own. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of names like that, a cease and desist was issued this week. Uh-oh. Fight the Revival. Twice. Twice. The Revival got orders twice this week. One for a t-shirt that they were had on their pro wrestling tea shop, um, which was mimicking the... I, I guess they, basically they they that one was for intellectual property. I'm guessing because of the T-shirt they designed they're using was the rumored design that WWE was going to make them do. So I'm guessing it's probably going to try to use that for somebody else later down the line. Um, and then too another like indie wrestling tag team who are called Go by the Revolt already. They sent them orders to stop using their their Revolt name also. So I wonder if the, the, the shirts FT, that WWE FTR, gave fucking shit up out there. I wonder if the shirts WWE gave them the cease and desist on actually got printed and shipped out to people. I bet those people could put those on eBay and make a shitload of money with them. Yeah, I bet. I mean, here's the thing: like they were on the the website and they were sold, so I'm sure some people have them. Well, I mean, you know, they're backed up like a motherfucker, too. But if you got them oh, when sure. they first came out, like a couple of weeks ago, they've probably already been shipped that, to That's you. what I mean. Like, the ones yeah. who first got in on that probably do have them already. That's crazy. Um, Let's get to some awards. This is this is, I'm starting to like this. I'm starting to like our little awards segment we got. It won't be long before somebody else is doing it. And, of course, they'll get more clout for it than us. Obviously. You know? We just start shit, and then people copy it, and then claim that other people are copying it. But, you know, whatever. We're not... We're not here for all that. We're just going to be positive, Marty. How does that sound? Let's do it. Let's so where do you want to start? You want to start with the Dumb Fuck Award since we're being positive? <laughs> no, let's, let's, let's sandwich that shit. Let's sandwich that shit. So let's start off with the luckiest motherfucker of the year, of the week oh, award. Oh, boy. This is, a new, this is an inaugural award. We're probably only going to do this one time. But I think he deserves this award. Hell, yeah. If you're sitting down, fucking stand up. Grab your drink, raise it high, because Juice Robinson, you are one lucky son of a bitch. My goodness. How this guy has found his way and found his path to Tony Storm's heart, I will never understand. The guy can't keep keep the title. 
Maybe that's why. He's like, I, no oh, the British, he's like, the, the titles can't come into me. I'm going this way. So we haven't seen Tony Storm very much. And now we know why. Juice has. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay. He don't need a title around his waist. Hell, he's got Tony Storm's legs wrapped around him. And that's why he's the luckiest motherfucker of the week. <laughs> so which one you want to hit next? Let's sandwich that bitch and put that middle, that, that negative right there in the middle. The dumb motherfucker of the week. That would be one. You just changed it, so no, you no. go ahead and so we're, there's gonna be double. There's gonna be double. But the first one's a real one. The second one's is done in satire. First, the main one, Buff Bagwell. I'm buff. I'm tough. I'm the stuff, and the girls just can't get enough. I, 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 when I want to say this, I, I'm picturing Smokey right now. You gotta be a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> like, like seriously. So I don't know if you know anything about what Buff Bagwell did this week. But apparently, but he's been doing the cameo shit, you know, filming yeah. things. And apparently, he was recording cameos, uh, ill-advised and told not to, advised not to by his girlfriend, who also films them for him. But the son of a bitch was drunk off his ass, went on a tirade on somebody's cameo that they paid for, talking about he wanted about COVID and all this other shit, and basically said, I want to choke my, put my girlfriend in a chokehold, choke and... And who's on experiment and, and end this shit all right now? What? Um, showed his like fucking bruised up face, was drunk off his ass. Somebody paid for that shit. This and, is all news to me. Now and, I I remember somebody posting a a video of him all like bruised up and he seemed drunk, but I didn't watch it. I I just yeah. like, reposted it. Was like, oh, Buff is on that shit again. But I never actually clicked the video. <laughs> That's the same video you're talking. Yeah, about? yeah. Wow. And so that was a cameo that somebody paid for. And he sent that to them. And wow. and then it comes out his bruising was because he fell over his dog and hit face first on the pavement. So just back, re- reiterate what I said. You got to be a stupid motherfucker to be doing that <laughs> shit. Wow. There's a lot of wrestlers making bank on Cameo right <laughs> no, now. No, seriously. From what I've I understand, people, Roman Reigns Roman might Reigns, retire. Hun- is it 100 bucks, right? <laughs> no, it's more than that. Oh, is it? It's either a hundred or two hundred dollars. I think his even two fifty or five hundred. I, I just remember. saw. No, I just saw like two days ago. It's, I think it's Sasha's two, is two fifty. I think she just got on there. Well, Big E talking about he's cleaning up on that motherfucker. Like these wrestlers are making money on there. Rose got to get that money. paycheck somehow, man. Your girl's on there. I know. Well, she's on one of them. I'm surprised you haven't got any kind of like shout out yet. Who, who said I wasn't thinking about it? I I thought about birthdays. That birthday cameo. I'm not gonna lie. I'll do it for you next year. Can't do it. For I'm not yourself. gonna lie. I almost did that shit for you. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm like, you can't no, do it for yourself. Fuck that. I can't. I can't pay to have her say happy birthday to Chris Rucker. I'm sorry. It was Mickey, what? maybe, but I couldn't do it for Santana. Well, there's an idea. I'm just sorry. saying, August huh. 13th. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Santana, happy birthday! It was happy her birthday this birthday. week. Damn right. What are you looking for? Uh, People I, can't I see told, you. I told no, no. This is for you. I told you I'd share it every month, and that's what we got this month. That's what we got this month. A Santana Garrett calendar. Marty has it signed to him. That it is, because I have the best co-host in the world. So yeah, Santana Garrett's birthday this week, and it's the Santana Garrett Wrestler of the Week Award. And for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. That this illustrious award was created five weeks ago. We have a repeat winner 
who just happens to be the new AEW Women's Champion who put on a motherfucking performance last night or at Double or Nothing whenever you listen to this. Hikaru Shida. She looked more badass last night too. Just her whole look that she had. It didn't make her look as like childlike yes. as the the outfit that she used to wear. It actually made her look like she could fight. And I look she's the uh the samurai. I love the little like samurai shoes she wears too. <laughs> like that's a really good touch. It doesn't go with the rest of the outfit. No. But she's got the little fucking ninja turtle feet. I I am a fan. Uh I, I've become like over time I've become more of a fan of her the more I see her. Um She's one of my favorite wrestlers. Like not just female wrestlers. She's one of my favorite wrestlers. I love everything. Her prom like her promos are awesome. Um, I love her what she does in the ring. <clears throat> the fact that she made Nyla Rose have a good match. Like we don't talk a good match. Nyla Rose. This was the best match Nyla Rose has had. And here's the thing I'll say: like Double or Nothing was the best match for a lot of the performers on there on that card. Um. I mean, there's just the best outing that we've seen from some of these performers ever or in a very long time. And that was awesome. But, yes, Hikaru Shida, the women's AEW champion, well-deserved. It's time that there's a new champion. And I hope that she goes a long time with this and just destroys that division. Because with her being that title holder, it's going to make that, that division have to raise up to even come close to be believable that they could beat her. Uh, speaking of the women's division, Britt Baker has some kind of injury on her knee from Nyla Rose landing on her last week, and it just did not look good. Initial reports were she'd be out six to nine months, but Tony Khan last night in the after his uh, post-show press conference said it could be more to two to four months. So look for Britt Baker to make her return sooner rather than later. Uh, more news out of AEW. Fighter Fest this year was supposed to be, take place in London, England. So they were going to make the trip overseas for the first time in the company's history. And, of course, the fucking asshole COVID messes everything up. And now that's canceled. So we were looking for Fighter, fighter Fest in London, but that's not going to happen now. I believe Brian Cage is going to cash his chip in at Fighter Fest to wrestle John Moxley wherever that may take place. You know what's interesting <clears throat> is that people always – like I saw things this week or after last night because I kind of was staying away from social media. Um, obviously, I wasn't able to watch eight or double nothing until late last night. People are like, oh, open arena, open football field, open arena stadium, the open matches. WWE's going to follow this up next and do the same thing. And like, First of all, do they not know WrestleMania is every year? It, it's an open arena. Just, just, just a football reading. Just saying. Um, secondly, how are you going to talk shit about the WWE versus AEW when the AEW just had a Money in the Bank match? A little different rules, but yeah, pretty much. The I, same. Mean, I mean, well, it's, he can't it's, cash it in anytime he wants. He has I to know, declare. But it's, it's. I mean, it's beyond. But it's it, the climbing the uh, a ladder to earn a opportunity to, to fight for the championship. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I don't do think too. it's a complete rip. It's not I a complete rip off. I think I love it yeah. too. But I'm just saying, people are shitting about one thing, but then praising the other thing. So oh, just, you know, that's how they roll. It's just fucking stupid. People are dumb. That's how they like, roll. You know, they... I know. It, now, let fucking John Cena or somebody main event or Roman Reigns main event a big pay-per-view over the world champion, and they'll throw a hissy fit. But they had no problem with that stadium match being the main event last night, which I didn't have a problem with it either. 
But again, you're not going to be our boys Talkamania pointed that out last night. They beat it to me. You're not going to be fair about it. You're going to defend one and criticize the other. It's just how shit rolls. Uh, all out that's is why, set that's for why, September that's why 5th. I love what we do because we're fans of both. Just be honest. Yeah. We're fans of I mean, both. We call it down the middle. We talk shit about both and we praise both. As simple as that. Uh, all out is September 5th. They have not released a location for it. But they did release a date, so it is still happening. It'll be Vegas. That's that's only four months from three months from now, like three months in a week. You think, you think the world will be open back up by then for them to I go do. to Vegas? I do. The reason being, <clears throat> they're trying hard to open shit up in Vegas. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna open that up to a whole to an like an event where you're gonna have people there, you're gonna have to put it somewhere where people will go to do it. I mean, I get you know like. Here's the thing. Chicago's a great opportunity for them. They've been there. They've done it. I feel if you go to a bigger city, uh, like that's just people flock to, to Vegas, I think you get a much bigger outing there than you do Chicago with everything going on right now. People are going to want to go out and like just get as mu- take in as much as possible. And there's more to do in Vegas than there is in Chicago. I think if they, they move it anywhere just to have fans, it'll be somewhere in Florida. Florida's Kind of like Georgia, like we're opening up, we're letting people gather more than anybody else right now. By then, we'll probably be allowing bigger things of that nature. Um, from what I understand, they wanted to keep all out in Chicago every year. Like they wanted that to be their staple, which I'm fine with. I had so much fun in Chicago. Like I'm, I was looking forward to going back last year. That didn't happen. I doubt we would have made it this year, but. I think yeah. if it's not in Chicago, it'll probably be at Daly's place again. And if they can have fans in there, they will. But you got to think the wrestlers have to agree to this too. Like you just can't, you know, put sixty thousand people there. And yeah, expect them to be happy about it. Yeah. And I'm um, not just gonna gonna come and and trust all these people to have good yeah. hygiene and be in a closed arena with all of them when who knows what. But you know, yeah. Hopefully yeah. by then we'll be somewhat back to normal. We can get these smart motherfuckers at work. At the CDC and all that, to come up with something to where a cure, not a vaccine, because there's a difference. Yep. Uh, I mean, for me, it doesn't matter where it's at. I'll be watching from home. Um, that's what sucks about them always having them on holiday weekends. Is that for some of us? I guess we. I've had the discussion two years in a row now. You put it on a weekend like that, some of us just can't make it, no matter what we do. <clears throat> so that's gonna suck. Uh, but I look forward to it. I I feel the AEW. Um, puts on great pay-per-views. I hope that this year's All Out is better than last year's because last year's wasn't as good as the first year's. All right, so let's go ahead and take our final break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Double or Nothing. And then we're going to get the hell out of here on this Michael Irvin edition of Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Boot to the Face, episode Michael Irvin, 88 best wide receiver in the history of the nfc whoa not really i mean <laughs> i was trying to come up with something to say between the packers and the cowboys and the only thing they had in common was the nfc but that's clearly not true because jerry rice is in the nfc so was randy moss but he's up there and larry fitzgerald and a bunch of other people Irvin's up there though he's a hall of famer how many hall of fame receivers y'all got we got a few we got a few so long ago they were probably white <laughs> you you know you ain't had no good receivers when your Hall of Fame wide receivers are white. That's uh, like Fran Tarkenton t- 
type era back then. Uh, What's the guy from Seattle? You know who I'm talking about. The big, tall, lanky one. Chris Collinsworth in Cincinnati. Like, <laughs> that's how long ago that shit was. <laughs> Barry's going to kill me for that. Barry's always telling me I'm racist, and I'm starting to believe him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to double or nothing, Marty. You got the match ran down. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Everybody you listen to is going to be talking about double or nothing. So we won't get too deep into it, but there are some stuff we need to go over. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> well, then I'm just going to go here. Like, What was your favorite match of the night? My favorite match of the night was Sheeta versus uh, Nyla Rose. That match, that it kept me interested the entire time. Uh, I did like the stadium match, and I think Cody and, and Archer went on just a little bit too long. And I, I honestly, I love the ending of uh, Moxley and... And Brody Lee, but my favorite match, if I had to pick just one, would be Sheeta versus Nyla Rose. Yeah, that um, so Sheeta versus Nyla Rose, that was my favorite match. One because I'm not a fan of Nyla Rose, but it was a good match, and I felt that she had a great outing in that match also, and Sheeta got the championship. So I felt like from start to finish, I got what I wanted out of that match. Um, and even it was though the that- MVP of that match that wasn't even involved, who's that? Anna J. You'll catch up. Okay. You can go ahead and keep going. Barry uh, knows what I'm talking about. Um, but no, like that. Barry Brown knows what I'm talking about. The um, that whole match, like I, you know, I was Conda afraid that Bill the, knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> go ahead. I'm done messing with you. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> go ahead. Fuck this shit. That match uh, was fantastic. It was. I was afraid that they were going to have Nyla just beat the shit out of her and get the win. Uh, but they let her beat the shit out of her. And then she came back and beat the shit back. And I'm like, oh, mm. shit. This was a great match. I thought it was a fantastic match. Um, there was a great story that was told. Uh, and then she just won. And that was a fantastic finish for her. Um, <clears throat> not to get too much too deep or too dark, but apparently she's really, she was really close with um, Hanakamura. So it was one of those, like they mentioned at the end of it, like, you know, it, it was it was that Rey Mysterio winning for Eddie Guerrero kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it was it was um, it, it's a good finish for her, you know, for that. And I thought it was a great match. Um, <clears throat> I loved the the stampede match. I thought that was fantastic. The best part about that all. Fuck Sammy Guevara. Just saying. The bitch. best part was Matt Hardy version one making a return. Right? He even brought back the Matt facts of the day. Matt can hold his breath for 368 seconds. That was fantastic. That whole, um, like, everything, like, even, like, where's Hangman Page at? Like, where's this, like, is he going to Discord this shit again? And then this son of a bitch comes out on a fucking paint horse. And I'm like, all right. I, the only thing I wanted, I wanted him to chase Guevara down. And I wanted him to lasso his ass. That would have been perfect. Uh, he's looking for Guevara backstage. Meanwhile, Guevara's like been back out fighting for the last five minutes, and his dumbass is still on the horse. And he's like, "Oh well, the bar is this way." I uh, I like the him sitting at the bar, Jake Hager showing up, them sharing a drink, and then it's like, "All right, we're gonna fight now." But first, let's toast to what we're about to do first. And that was fantastic. Um, everything about that, that was just such a great match. I love the fact that, that Sammy took the pin uh, after he got his ass beat the entire time. But Jericho, Didn't he take 100 yards worth of fucking yes, suplexes? Yes. 
<laughs> Poor Sammy, man. <laughs> Sammy was the MVP of that match. And you're uh, going to hate on this man again, and everything you're talking about right now has to do with Sammy Guevara. And you're telling me you don't I like was him. about to change change people right now. Um, Jericho is muddy. I don't care what anyone says. His dumb ass is fucking hilarious. Um, red flag. I, I challenge this shit. He pulled a red flag out of his tights. What the fuck? And then went in the fucking review booth <laughs> and, like, zipped it up and kept yelling at it. You're, you are the worst. You you suck. Or what do you, I don't even say you're the worst. Or he said you suck as a referee. It was yeah. like, Paul. I fucking love Jericho. I don't care what anyone said. I love that man. Um, the only negative I will take out, there's only two negatives I took out of last night. One, I think AEW really needs to calm down on some of these moves they're doing because they don't have house shows going. Nobody's wrestling all the time. A lot of these people are wrestling and they haven't wrestled in weeks and they're trying these fucking complicated ass moves and they're they're messing all of them up. Like you just had Ray Phoenix get hurt last week and then I was watching it back yesterday and as he's laying on the ground, hurt, Colt Cabana comes and does a moonsault right on top of him to everybody. Like, the timing is off. You know, they need to – I don't think a lot of these moves are needed that they're doing. Like, last night in that ladder match, man, there was just so many. And I always say this, like, who am I to criticize what these guys are doing because I've never done it before. So I don't like to say, like, they botched this or they fucked this up. But, I mean, you can see when something doesn't go like it's supposed to. And then JR, like, I just – I know everybody loves JR and all that, but I just don't like JR on commentary anymore. He got mad last night because of what he thought people were saying at home. Nobody tweeted him. Nobody said anything. He's like, people at home are probably thinking this. And then he went on like a 30-second tirade, like answering to what he thinks people are. And JR sounds a lot creepy when he talks about the women wrestlers. It almost sounds like he's sucking his teeth while he's talking. He's like, yeah, that's a good-looking woman right there. Like, damn, buddy. Did you pop a Bluetooth before you started recording today? <laughs> Is that what happened? Like, I know you're a spokesman for him, but cheese and rice. But other than that, man, I, I thought the pay-per-view was good. It probably wasn't my favorite pay-per-view. But like you said, a lot of people had really good showings last night that that are probably the best since they've been in AEW. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, thought, I, it's not, I don't think it was the best one, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty damn good pay-per-view. Um, I, I have a different negative. <clears throat> I love the fact that they have the like the wrestlers around the arena and making noise and um, it was it was cool to hear some of the same chants from the past again because we're not we're not hearing them all the time. Um, but my negative on that is some of these they have the wrestling around it. They need to be sitting around there being spectators and not trying to be part of the show. You know what I mean? Like Big Swole getting involved with uh, <laughs> with Lance Archer and all that shit. I'm like. It, 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 back and forth and yelling and screaming is one thing, but then trying to like fucking jump the the barrier and being held back. I'm like, come on, quit trying to st- like hijack the match. She wasn't the only one. There was a bunch of others too. And it's like, guys, just chill the fuck out. Like, just relax and be fans. Don't try to hijack the show to try to get over because your ass is looking like a dumbass right now. I completely disagree with you. Mm. See, completely. I can, I can, I can, I, I enjoy it to an extent. But at the same point, it's like don't do it to be to bring some entertainment, but don't do it to where you're trying to take over the match. Don't try to get yourself over when this match is going on. And it just took it away. Like some of that, and it happened a lot during that match uh, on both sides of the ring. And it just it was like, come on, guys, just back off. You're kind of taking away from what's going on. Well, they're wrestlers. 
I know so, that. So when Lance Archer comes out in a regular arena and he's talking shit to people in the front row, they can't do anything. But if he talks shit to a wrestler that's in the front row, they're like, hey, I work here too. I'll beat your ass. Or at least I yeah, love some of them, attitude last Some night. of them weren't even being talked to. They were just getting fucking all crazy and shit. I don't know, man. I like it. I like the... Pineapple like Pete inmates. or whatever his name is just sits there and fucking takes his shit. <laughs> just say it. I like the inmates running the asylum type feel they have, too. We're in a different time, man. Try something different. I don't mind it nearly as much as you did. I could see what you're saying, but at the same time, I thought Big Swole came off like if you've never seen her before, you want to see more of her now because of what she did last night. And I guess that goes in you saying she's trying to get herself over, but isn't that the name of the game? Like you want people to notice you so they can put you on TV more. Yeah, and I get that, but there's there's time there's a time and place is what I'm trying to get at. I I I put this out last night. I love Nyla Rose's little one liner she's been having lately. Like I found your kendo stick, bitch. And then last night she threw her through the poker table and says, "Always bet on black." Like I fucking I love the the, the little stuff they do like that. I'm really feeling. So um yeah, no, I, I you know other than that, I thought it was great. Um, I'm I do like the it. TNT title. That okay? So I shit on it to begin with, and then Shivani came out and announced that due to coronavirus, that it didn't get finished. So I tell you what, the side plates look very detailed and look good. The side plates actually look better than the main plate does. So you could tell that it's not finished. But I call BS on that. You think that's gives, what they wanted it, it to look like? It gives them an out to re, to redo it. Because um, I saw an article and they had comments from the designer himself that said that the original design looks nothing like that belt because they changed it so many times from what they wanted. And they kept updating and changing and taking things away from what was supposed to be on that title. So I don't know, man. I think that this is what they kept fucking with it and this is the outcome they got. Yeah, I'm sure it probably didn't get completely finished. But at the same point, I think they fucked with shit too much. And it, it, you know what? Some people get like, look at some of these people who get plastic surgery all the time. You fuck with shit too much, it doesn't come out right. I think they tried to adjust it so many damn times from what the original scheme was supposed to be. They ended up getting fucked up in the long term. And they they made them, gave themselves an out so they can update it and make it look better. How do you feel about Cody being the first champion? I fucking love it. I thought it was a great match. Um, I'm, I, I would have been okay with Archer winning it because I feel like it would have been Cody putting the company over again and doing what he does best. Um, but yeah, it, it's well deserved, man. It is. Speaking of that, back to the WWE. Oh, back to the uh, um, dumb fuck motherfucker of the week. I forgot the satire one. WWE. Quit fucking with Santana, man. Don't make her. Don't make her the Kurt Hawkins. What the shit is this? She actually, I, I liked her this week. I liked her showing that she got this week. She showcased a little bit more than normal. No, I, I mean, know that, but she's literally their Kurt Hawkins her. That's well, honest. I mean, that's what she was brought in for. Like, we we know that. You know. can want it to be one they way. They give her a win once way. in a while? Shit. Yeah, I mean, she is a veteran that can come in and make everybody look better, but you are right in that if people just constantly see her getting her ass kicked and losing, then when she comes out, you know that, She's going to lose. She's like the Brooklyn Brawler. Not only but, that, like, what good is it doing against these? She's making these other wrestlers look good. But what? how long is that going to last if she continues to get beat and beat quickly? It, it doesn't do them any good either. Yeah. Before we get to saying, you know, what's up and ending the show, I do want to say I love the ending of Moxley versus uh, Brody Lee. And the one little segment that I loved 
was brutally kicked out of Moxley's finish that he hit twice in a row. And instead of Moxley, like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, letting him recover. As soon as the kick out happened, he immediately jumped on him and just started beating the shit out of him. Like, oh, you want to kick out? Like, okay. And then put his ass to sleep. Like, I I love the urgency of it. It just made it look more real and not dramatic. It made it look like, like there's blood in the water. Like, I know I got this motherfucker. Yeah, he kicked out, but I'm about to end this shit now before I end up losing my title. I love that. What I liked about that was leading up to that, the progression, because his first paradigm shift was like a standard one, and he kicked out. His next one, he lifted that motherfucker up and dropped him straight on his head and said, bitch, you're not kicking out. And then he still kicked out and went to what he did. And I didn't, I, I was iffy on the finish of him like, making him like pass out. Um, I'd rather him pass out than tap out. But no, like the progression of that, the fact that he like ex- just exaggerated that second one was just fantastic. Yep. And that was double or nothing. If you had to grade it, Marty, what would you give it? Um, I'm going to give it an A. I really am. Everything. I, the Matt, Cody winning, uh, Shida winning, Moxley winning, having a good match. Shida and Nyla Rose, good match. Um, Cody and Archer, even though, like I said, it, it was a little bit long, uh, but it was still a good match. The in the, the latter match was entertaining. Brian Cage is now AEW. I did not see that coming at all. Um, well, he's been signed and, since January. <clears throat> has he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. They even just notice haven't that. debuted him yet. Oh, I didn't notice that. Um, How is he? Would he sign like the day after he left Impact? That's what the the word is. He's been signed since January, and he hadn't debuted yet. Oh, Remember, rumors were a while ago that he was signing with AEW, and Melissa uh, Santos came out and was like, <clears throat> "This is the first I've heard of it." And you know, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. And yeah. when a wrestler tells you no, it really means yes. Yeah, and then the you know the Elite versus Inner Circle. I thought that was a great match. So, yeah, I think with the couple items, like, you know, MJF and um, Statlander and Dustin Rhodes, I mean, with the exception of those matches, um, I thought this was a, a great card. I thought that was MJF's best match that I've seen him wrestle in. Um, oh, it absolutely then, was. It's just yeah. it was also a match that I had no problem fast-forwarding through. And then I thought Sean Spears is just, like, he's getting better and better every week with his with his personality he's got. Yep. Obviously, losing to Dustin Rhodes is not ideal, but he was way better. Uh, I'm paying more attention to him than I have been. But I guess I would give it like a B, B minus, just because we talked all week and everybody else did about who the mystery guy was. And we're 50-something minutes into the podcast, and we're just now talking about Brian Cage being that guy. Like, that was very underwhelming for me. Well, and then I, he I don't, won. I don't think that's... I don't think that's why. I, you're, yeah, we're, we're talking this long in and barely talking about him. I just think there was obviously there was other things that we talked about first that for us that were more, we're more invested. We're more invested in you know Cody, um, Sheeta, Moxley. Uh, for me, the lead. Uh, you know, so and you know Brian Cage as, as talented as the guy is, he's also to me an impact guy. I'm not an impact person, so it kind of you know it's a big name. I know I know that the the magnitude of it all, but no, it doesn't hold. It's not on my level of like, okay, well, you know, now if it was like, you know, fucking Roman Reigns showing up, it'd be a totally different story. Or you know, someone bigger that I that I followed, I'm like, oh shit, if it was fucking Jay Lethal or Marty Squirrel in that that spot, it'd be a much different story for me personally. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, Marty, let's say what's up to a couple people before we get out of here. I got some people I want to do if you want to get your little list together. 
And then we'll go. Episode 88. First off, Petopolis. I don't know why he's first. I don't even know why we're giving the dig. I don't know why we're dignifying his existence. We're giving him a what's up here on the show. But Petopolis is there. The Hoop Brothers. Uh, Talkamania. I believe tomorrow the episode's coming out. Spoiler alert. Trivamania number two. Back-to-back champs, baby. I got one more, and it'll be a three-peat. And I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried. You know, they had their fact-checkers coming in. They had a guy that gave us a question last time. And Marty, I beat the shit out of him. I didn't even have to answer the, the like last question that you tried to cheat on last time. I didn't Bullshit. even have to answer it this time. And I won. So, don't come to me without that. Don't come to me sideways when it comes to wrestling trivia. Because I'm the man. And I got two championships to prove so. I'm going to change that shit in my bio. Two-time. Rucker two-time trivia champion. Shout out to Talkamania. Ian Glendon over at Full Press that puts us on his website. Uh, Anna Jay for stealing the show at that match last night. Barry and Eric over at Doing the Favor. Fully Posable. Our boy Sergeant Farrell. Chaos Theory. What up, homie? And Robert Custis always. And that's it. Say what's up to our people. Man, I, we, you, you, you promote everybody, and it leaves nobody for me. Oh, I'm you sorry. Know what I, mean? well, like, I guess that's the end of the show. Well, Peace. Shit. Like, <laughs> you know what? The talking to me, a great show again, guys. You guys did a fantastic job. Um, I want to see Jay and Des go up head to head. head. I want to see them compete. I, Jay you know, was so like frustrated and drunk that he could not get the questions. It was some of the funniest shit. Which is hilarious, because the week, the time before that, it was Des that was getting frustrated with J-Bomb. You know, um, I got this is where it comes to Robert Custis because there were some comments made in the thread that day um, asking for for drunk Marty to be be, be there. Um, I do appreciate those shout outs, Robert Custis. I saw those, appreciate it. Uh, the real winner of episode one, but it's all good. Whatever. Who, uh, who said that? Uh, I mean, you know, I won that last. I, I came back and won, but it's who cool. made that comment? Though? It's cool. Which one? That you came back and won and you're the real winner. Like, did somebody else say that or are you saying that? Oh, no. That's facts. Fact checker. One-on-one. Um, oh. Anyways. Mm. Uh, <laughs> anyways. No, it was funny. Like, you know, it was cool uh, being in chaos. Also, you know, it was cool going back and forth and answering questions on there with you guys. Well, I could. I was at work. So I didn't. I had to, like, check out the last 30 minutes. And then I, I locked in. And I saw you guys went two and a half hours. I'm like, holy shit, that was a long ass time. Yeah, but damn, it, didn't it was seem like it was, it, was it, was, it was awesome though. If if I ever lose, I want to be in the chat and like hang out with everybody. But I mean, it doesn't look like that's gonna happen because can't nobody beat me. This son of a bitch. All right, then, and just like that, time to sign off. Yep. This has been Boot to the Face episode 88. We appreciate you listening. Go give us a rating on iTunes. Hit up Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, Cold Word Memorial. You got till sometime Monday or maybe Tuesday. Uh, For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. Signing off. Peace. Later.